Welcome to Cat's Crypto Peepcast. Revealing reviews, titillating tech talk, never, ever financial advice. This was a super fun and informative AMA. We love the sneaky devils here at the Peep Show and have some of their awesome tools inside of the VIP room. Surely you'll find out everything you've wanted to know and more about the project. So grab yourself a snack and the beverage of your choice and enjoy. I'm here with Shady the Dev. He is the owner of the Sneaky Devils NFT on Solana blockchain. And I have Batman here who is my right-hand man at the peep show. So I'm so glad, I'm so glad that you guys could be with me tonight. Um, so before we get into it, this AMA is made possible by Cat's Crypto Peep Show VIP room experience. We have just launched this on August, or no, what, what month is it? August 11th, yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is the private area in my Discord where we put community and values first. Anyone who auditions and is accepted for VIP by September 8th receives a 14-day free trial and the OG VIP peep roll, which you will have forever, even if you cancel and come back later. This gives you special perks and benefits for everything that the peep show comes out with in the future, be it NFTs, tokens, etc. You can find the link to the audition pinned in this space. Um, and we also have Peep Show Welfare coming up later today. I'm going to announce it. Um, it will be running until the 30th. And this is where we'll be giving one person per month, uh, one month free, plus $25 in crypto to do with whatever they please. Um, so, yeah. So, with no further ado, we can get into the main event, which is the Sneaky Devils. So, Shady, why don't you tell us what exactly is the sneaky devils. Yeah, for sure. Uh, first, I want to say thank you for having me up here. I appreciate the uh, the platform to come share the word about the sneaky devils. But uh, just for a quick little summary of what the sneaky devils are, we're just uh, an NFT project that uh, we focus mainly on utility. We have over a dozen different things we we have released since uh, it's like two months ago, basically three, almost three months now. Uh, since we minted, uh, the goal is to just enhance the experience for the everyday NFT user. So if, uh, if there's some sort of tool we can make, uh, we'll make it and release it and just try to make things easier, uh, either by providing you with the most data or tools that will automate uh, the process for you. Awesome. And now, Shady, with that accent, I know that you're somewhat in my neck of the woods. I'm in I'm in the South. So where, where are you from? You're from <laughs> Kentucky, right? Yeah, originally I'm from uh, Kentucky, but I moved to Arkansas for a job after college. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. my uh, my accent only really comes out when I'm angry, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> um, and speaking of college, okay, so I saw that, or I I, I learned that you ha you got your co your comp side degree in 2018, and you did some. You had did some shit with NASA. What what did you do with the outer uh, space stuff? Yeah, so uh, it was a space grant, uh, and uh, we did for two years. We did a, something called the Rocksat X. It's where we have uh, basically have donors who donate money and rent a uh, a spot on a rocket, and we get to put a payload on there. And our payload was basically to just uh, 
uh, once we get to the altitude, we, the payload would open and the camera would come out and we would take an image of the stars and then we'd say, hey, what star is this? Uh, just a, a small payload and uh, just a small pro uh, project. We did that for two years. Uh, the first year wasn't as successful as the second. So we, uh, we kept the same project, but uh, still pretty cool just to say, hey, we got to send some things to space on a NASA rocket. Uh, and then in, I think it was like 2018, whenever the eclipse happened, uh, there was like 50 different teams from, uh, I think it was like 43 states, if I recall correctly. Uh, basically, we all lined up uh, on the, the path of the eclipse, and we launched high-altitude balloons, and we did a, a live stream to one of NASA's subdomains. And uh, basically, it was like a continuous stream of the eclipse from the, the northwestern part of the United States all the way to the southeastern part. Uh, that's just one of the things that uh, I got to do. That sounds so cool. Um, so are, do you have like a full-time job outside of this currently? Uh, yeah, I'm a software engineer three at one of the big, biggest logistics company here in the U.S. Ooh, impressive. Okay, so do you find it hard to balance your full-time job with keeping up with Sneaky Devils? Uh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> I mean, for instance, yesterday, I mean, I, I work from home, so it's uh, that helps a ton. But, I mean, yesterday oh, I woke yeah. up at, like, 8.30 to get ready for my job and all that thing. Uh, and then last night I went to bed, like, 3.30 in the morning. Uh, and, and just because I was working on the project and then, like, 9 to 5 I was working on work things. It just, uh, there's definitely a lot of uh, stress with keeping up with the demand uh, because you, you got to keep up with uh, – this, the meta and uh if you, once you stop releasing things people are going to be uh a little impatient is what i've learned so just trying to keep on chugging out uh new things and or just keep improving our uh our, our tool set so just always gotta keep the wheels moving i guess you do you have to keep the when people in check if you don't keep if you don't do enough stuff people start saying when a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure well, yeah, well, yeah, working from home has got to make that easier. I was, like, picturing that you had to juggle an office job with uh, with doing this. So, yeah, that does make it easier. Um, so yeah. what is your – what's your history in crypto specifically? Like, have you been trading a while, or how long were you into it before you started with Sneaky Devils? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, as for crypto in general, I mean, of course, like Bitcoin and all these things, it's been, I, I bought some years ago. I, I'm not, like, a – a day trader, I wouldn't say, but uh, more of just like I buy it and then just hold on to it. And then if it moons, it moons. If it hits zero, it hits zero. Uh, as for NFTs, uh, I would say, I think it was October of last year. I had a friend reach out to me and he's like, hey, I'm starting an NFT project. You want to dev for it? I was like, sounds awesome, but I don't have the time right now. And then uh, once uh, November rolled around, things slowed down at work because it's holidays. And I, I started doing some more research, and that's whenever I originally started the Sneaky Devils is uh, back in November. That's whenever I created the server and uh, started just brainstorming things. Uh, I worked on it for like seven months before I was ready to mint just because I wanted to uh, get things in a solid position and to where I was happy with the multiple like art iterations and things like that. Uh, so it was like the longest process was just getting to a point where I was happy uh, and just judging what would work and what wouldn't work with uh with their multiple roadmaps and things like that nice well i'm glad you were eventually happy with it and when, <laughs> when did you guys when did you mint 
Uh, June the 12th, if I, yeah, I think okay. I'm dead. Gotcha, June the 12th. And yeah. and how did the mint go? Like, did it sell out very quickly, or how did, how was that? Uh, we did sell out, uh, but it, it took about a day. Uh, I mean, but I knew it was going to be a slow mint, and, like, it didn't phase me. Uh, it was just one of those things, like, we, I mean, the market's awful, and just to say that we even sold out with no, like, uh, paid influencers or like no uh under the table things we did everything organically so uh i mean i was perfectly fine with the day of course you had the people who weren't fine and uh like two minutes after they minted like oh you need to refund everyone i'm like i sat in a call all day that day just to like say hey like we're fine no matter if we been out in 30 minutes or if it takes a day we're going to be fine the plan's the same the funding doesn't matter uh we're we're going to be fine it seems that way. And what what was the mint price? Because I wasn't around for that. I came afterward. Yeah. Uh, so we minted for a point six 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 soul. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, because devils. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a it's a six 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 supply, right? Yeah. Cool. And now, what's the floor price right now? I should have checked before I got on the call. Does anyone uh, know? I can pull it up real quick. It is three point one. Damn. That's very nice. Um. Well, and you, you also just surpassed 2,000 soul in volume, right? Yep. Uh, we, we passed that up, and then uh, we had a nice little pump today. Uh, uh, we had about 50 soul in volume today alone. Uh, not sure why, since we haven't announced anything. I, I have okay. a feeling the new tool has kind of been uh, leaked here and there. <laughs> Maybe it was this uh, AMA. Everyone was just so excited about this AMA that I, they had to It could be, honestly. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's cool. I was going to ask you if there was a catalyst, but no, we're just, we're just pumping because we, we just love the sneaky devil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why did you choose Solana for your collection? Uh, multiple reasons. Uh, the, one of the first ones is like, uh, I mean, Ethereum's Ethereum. Yeah. It's like the, uh, once you think of NFTs, it's like the, uh, the one people were mostly leaning towards, but I mean, you got gas fees and then, uh, just looking at uh, Solana, the the TPS was just amazing. But one of the main reasons I would say is just the community of like the developers. Uh, everyone that I've talked to, I mean, when I first come in there, I had or come into Solana, I had questions as as developer. Uh, there's developers who helped me out, and it's just uh, a really open community, uh, a developer community. And then like, I of course, agree. Like, Solana yeah. users are great. Yeah, you know, I, I did an AMA a couple of days ago with Proof of Peach, and they that was one of their reasons as well. And I agree, like, the community on Salon is great. Everyone's friendly. Like, the mm -hmm. other dev developers are happy to help each other, and then, you know, the traders are welcoming, and, yeah, it's just a great community. Um, mm -hmm. All right, so let's talk about the tools. You said you have around a dozen tools. Um, don't let me forget any. Um, I use some of these tools on my server i i'm a big fan of sneaky devil's tools i've been in the community for a while um on my server i have the mint calendar and the signals bot so let's let's just dive into all of them so you have you have a few that i know aren't your favorite um you have like a <laughs> <laughs> you have a sniper and a sweeper is that is that one tool or is there two like are the sniper and the sweeper uh, two different things yeah, they're categorized. They, they kind of do the same thing. Uh, but okay. I, mean, I categorize them into like their own little uh, subdirectories or subcategories, I guess. Because gotcha. Uh, Sniper's just looking for like, hey, if uh, if this happens, then 
by and then the sweeper's like, I don't care about the price, just buy mm-hmm. bomb off the floor. And then you have an auto mentor. That's uh, yeah, that's, uh yeah, it's that one's really nothing special. It's just one of those <laughs> things that I was bored, so I made it and then I like I, I held on to it for like two months before I even told anyone I had it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and that, I was like, Do you guys want this? And they I was like, But there's a known bug and I'm not gonna work on it because it's nothing special. Like auto mentors are uh there's they come with uh, basically every other minting project at this point and uh just want to be more innovative with the tools I release. And you have been. That's why I started with the ones that aren't your favorite. Now and these <laughs> <laughs> these um do, do they use slope still? Is that what's going on with those? Uh, for the sniper and sweeper, yeah. The auto mentor really doesn't matter. Uh, okay. But like you need auto approve of course because it can't really auto mint for you if it doesn't auto approve. Right, uh, and Phantom doesn't have that. Yeah. Um. Are Are you planning to? Well, no, you're not gonna. You're not gonna implement anything else for those specifically because you're not really gonna update those. Uh, for the stopper and sweeper, like they'll always get like uh, adjustments and like bug fixing if those ever pop up. But I mean, as for the sweeper, Magic even released their own. Uh, it's not the most stable. Uh, <laughs> I've tried using it multiple times and it's always failing. So mm-hmm. I got overliable uh, on our website so <laughs> i mean i still use air sweeper all the time uh as for the sniper it's like sniping isn't really that where the current meta isn't friendly to snipers uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah because like not many or i mean yesterday was the first day we had like or yesterday slash today was like the first day we had some good volume on solana in, in a while uh but like it's useful but it's like there's more useful things that I can make and that's where I want to prioritize my time. Oh yeah. But as far as like the slope thing, we're kind of like bound to that with certain, in certain scenarios because phantom doesn't have the auto approve. Is that right? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's old phantom, but I would have to go download old phantom from some random user that I don't know. And, uh, I know slope the hack and all that stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, the hack happened with the mobile app and not like the Chrome browser. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish there was a better solution, but you, there's not as of right now. Uh, because I mean, I could ask for private keys, but I don't want access to your wallets because that's not good practice. Uh, especially if you're going to be doing things on like a web based app because you can like be vulnerable to uh, like man in the middle. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, but basically, there's choosing the 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 lesser or the less evil out of all okay let's talk about the rest of the tools so you have also a discord url validator right and i wasn't even familiar with this one so this one it's open sourced on github if i'm not mistaken um and how does that work how does that thing work okay yeah so uh it is open source on github uh, i wanted to keep, keep that one open uh, or open source just so uh try to make someone a little bit safer but basically uh, there's like a uh, a config file that you just add and say, hey, this is the channel I want to watch, and this is the user we want to whitelist, which uh, most times going to be like the owner. And then uh, once the bot starts up, you, the, the owner can run like commands to say, hey, whitelist this or whatever. Uh, and then if, say, an admin loses their account and then uh, a malicious user gets access and they try to post like, hey, here's our new mint link and it's like not an approved link. It'll auto auto delete that message. Uh, and then, but if it's like 
an approved link, anyone can post anything or anyone can post that link as many times as they want. And then of course, like the, the whitelisted user can uh, post whatever links they want. I mean, there's still some, uh, some small gaps in that because what happens if like the, the whitelisted user loses their account, but uh, it's trying to cut back on as many uh, possibilities as, as possible with that. Gotcha. And now can you have this on um, like multiple channels or is it just one channel that this works on? I mean, it would be really easy to set it up for multiple channels. Uh, and just, but uh, it wouldn't be hard at all, actually. Uh, it's it, like what I have right now is just set up for one channel, but you, it would for sure be easily or easy to convert to multiple channels. You just pass in an array and then say, hey, monitor these channels instead of just this one. Gotcha. Now you also have the whitelist tracker, which I'm a big fan of. I use it personally because it becomes such a headache to try and keep a track of or keep track of all of the projects that you're whitelisted for, all the Discord servers that you're in, that you're whitelisted for, whether you've submitted the wallets or not, when their mint dates are, what wallet you use. I mean, there's so many there's so many details involved in that and there's no real way to keep it organized um unless you like make a spreadsheet for yourself or whatever but you built something i use it um the the ui is not the best we talked about that you are going to update it <laughs> it's a little dark um it's it's kind of hard to, <laughs> yeah. to read the menus and stuff but the the functionality of it is really good and i use it i use it every week i use it like you know every day if i have the time i'll go in and, and update everything and the good thing about it is it it links to your Discord. Yeah, it links to your Discord, and it shows you all the servers that you're in. So not only are you going to see servers that maybe you forgot about that you can go and check and stick in there, and um, you know, put your whitelisting information in there, but also like if you're in just a bunch of servers that maybe you wouldn't see otherwise, that you can just leave. Like that's another thing that it it shows me that maybe I wouldn't have seen before. So, I, I is there anything you'd like to add to that about the whitelist tracker? I really like it. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, basically what you just said, uh, uh, UI uh, upgrade is definitely in the roadmap. Uh, just not sure when yet because I got to balance releasing new things versus up upgrading old. Uh, and since that one's in a stable spot, it's it's kind of on the lower end of the priority. But uh, UI upgrade is a plan and uh, just not sure when it will happen yet. Well, I'm still going to use it even before you upgrade the UI. So <laughs> it's okay in my book. Take, take your time. Um, and then you have the whitelist giveaway bot, which I mentioned I have on my server. And yours is kind of unique to the other ones that I've seen because it does have the voting where you can say whether you're going to mint something or not. But it, it pulls data across all of the servers that the bot is in, not just that specific server. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, there's other bots uh like a big thing for me is like i'm not afraid to to try to take something and improve it so if i see something that's already out there and i can think of a way that i can improve it i'll, I'll do it uh which is uh even with like our no tool that's not announced it's i mean there's many other projects i have a, a certain portion of it but the other half is definitely missing but uh yeah with like the uh the mint list bot sharing the data uh provides a little bit more info and uh it also feels this, the accessibility with like Discord bots is much higher than asking people to go to some random website to vote and things like that. Yeah, for sure. And I hope I didn't misspeak when I said that. I was reading Whitelist Giveaway Bot and I meant the Mint Calendar Bot, so I'm not sure what came out <laughs> oh, of my no, mouth. Oh, you're fine. Now. 
Okay. But yeah, the mint calendar. I love the mint calendar. And it does have that like um, discord wide voting, which is cool. But okay, but then there's the whitelist giveaway bot. So what, how does that work? What kind of functionality does that have? Uh, yeah, so for that one, it's kind of just not many people were getting on board with it because it has to be in both servers and uh, some servers like, well, I'm not going to add this bot. Oh, right. The developer. I did appreciate uh, what you were it, trying to do with it, though. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's one of those things where I'm not really too concerned. Like, I'm not scared of failure, and that's just one of those bots that it, it could just be uh, the current uh, market and this whitelist isn't isn't really important right now because nothing's minting out in minutes. Uh, could be that, but uh, yeah, basically it, the bots on both servers and then uh, the server that's about to mint can say, Hey, give this server X amount of spots. And then, and the, the server that got the spots can say, Hey, uh, we're giving away uh, 10 spots to, to this project. Uh, click here to join or whatever. And uh it'll auto assign the roles. So you don't have to worry about contacting the cloud managers or anything like that. Just streamlines the process a little bit more than uh, cuts out on the middlemen with like assigning roles and things like that, since the bot does it for you automatically. And that can save a lot of headache. And I really appreciate that as someone who manages collaborations and, and whitelist giveaways constantly. Um, I had a, an issue today. I'm not going to throw shade at the project publicly, even though I want to, but, you know, they we gave them the users that won the raffle, and it took them five fucking days. They added they, – it was two people, and they gave one person the role, and then we had to – you know, three days later, we had to harass them to give the second person the role. It's just – it would elim eliminate that kind of bullshit. So I I think you're right. I think yeah, yeah. The, the meta right now is not really – there's whitelists aren't that valuable right now for most projects, honestly. So I think you're right, and maybe yeah. it's not a good time for it. But I think if more people knew about it, that, you know, they would they would appreciate the, the utility and maybe use it and just save everyone save everyone the headache, man. Um, so, yeah, that's – Oh, yeah, for sure. Button. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the, the, the bread and butter, the signal spot that a lot of people know about this one. So yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give you the floor. Just tell us about, I use it in my server. It's great. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, take it away. I, I love the fact you said bread and butter because that's like what I always call it because I mean, that's how we built our name. Uh, and that's just who we are. Uh, there's other projects with signals. Uh, other projects have their own methods and other projects do it well. Uh, but me personally, I, I like data. So uh, we use a lot of data and we share a lot of data and we try to provide the most information. But basically with the, the new signals is we take data from the past hour and we look at uh, activities, listing counts, floor price, and uh, the volume. And uh, we pass it into an algorithm. The algorithm uh, checks a bunch of things. Uh, can't really go into too much details on the algorithm for obvious reasons. Uh, but to keep some, some things secret, keep people guessing on how we do things. Uh, and basically, if the algorithm thinks it's good, it'll say, hey, we're monitoring this project. Uh, and, I mean, the new signals, I think it's 10 times better. Uh, it's more consistent uh, with projects climbing. Uh, but it, it'll catch, like, trendy, trendy projects. And uh, and if, if the bot thinks it's good, then it'll say, hey, we're monitor monitoring it. And that's typically, typically a good time for users to look into that project and see, if the volume is there and all that thing or all that stuff, uh, then maybe they should invest in it and uh, hopefully make some money because that's the goal is I want to make everyone some money. Uh, AI isn't 
in line for it. Uh, it's just one of those things like the algorithm is so good right now that uh, AI isn't really a concern. Just whenever I get some spare time on a weekend or something, I'll, I'll knock out the AI because uh, I think I've got enough data. But the AI really isn't going to change much. I think AI is just going to be more like, hey, we're this confident in this project climbing to to, to profits. Awesome. Yeah, I had first first saw the bot in Dead Monkey Dow, and I was like, I have to have this thing just so I could have it closer to me. Because, like, it, it was making good calls. Like, I could tell it had great data. Um, so, yeah, then I got it in my server. And I've, I've seen in action, you know, several good calls from this thing. I can't watch it, like, 24 hours a day. I'd, I'd like to. But yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a wonderful bot. It's you built something you know really great with that. Um, so yeah, I love it. And then okay, so you have a newer tool that you came out with is the Twitter sentiment tool. So what exactly is that? Okay, yeah. So basically, the Twitter sentiment tool it just uh, it looks at a few things. Uh, the first thing is going to be like the uh, just basically the ratio of how many followers they have to. Uh, like how many likes they got on the last 10 tweets, and it's going to be at the average likes. Uh, from what I can tell, 1% is typically a solid number because uh, we all know a lot of new projects are botting right now. And uh, so just to show them, okay, if this project has 100,000 followers, why are only like 0.001% liking their tweets? Uh, and then we also provide, uh, we use some machine learning. Uh, it's a package that we use, and basically it just sees what, how people are feeling towards the project. So if people are saying good things, it'll be like above zero. But if people are hating it, they're saying like some really bad things like, oh, this project sucks. They're, they're rugging and all that stuff. Uh, it'll be below zero. It's just a way just to see how Twitter users are feeling towards a, a project on like social media. That's really cool. So is that something that's just in your server? Or is that another like premium tool that people can have in their own? Uh, as of right now, it's only on my server because uh, I'm just trying to get a feel to how many requests uh, we'll use on like a monthly basis because Twitter API, uh, <laughs> it, it's a little tricky with them. Uh, my first time applying, I got complete, like, they just shut down my, my developer account. So I had to use, uh, it was actually for the Sneaky Devils Twitter. Uh, so I had to use my personal Twitter to get an API key. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why. They shut it down. They didn't give any explanation. But, uh, yeah, just trying to make sure I don't go over the API limits because, uh, I mean, I know NFT Insights, so they also had issues with uh, Twitter shutting down their API key, but they got theirs resolved, but they haven't responded to me. Uh, so I just got to make sure that uh, we don't go over the limits and like, get on Twitter's radar for whatever reason. I mean, I, we're not breaking any rules since we're using their API with their keys, but uh, they, they did shut down one of my developer accounts for no reason. I'm not surprised. Twitter, Twitter loves to do that shit. And then there's like no support. There's no one to speak to about it. Like, so it's just a mystery. <laughs> yeah. All right. So did I, um, did I, did we leave off any tool in your tools? Did we leave any off? Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, basically the, I call it the lister, which is like the stop loss or take oh, profits. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's our new one. Basically you connect your wallet and if you're devil, you can say, Hey, uh, load my NFTs and it'll like uh, have a list of all your NFTs and uh, you'll be able to select an NFT say hey if the profit reaches or if the profit drops to one soul list it for 10% and uh, so if someone lists it for like 0.99 soul it'll list for like 0.8999 or whatever soul and then uh, 
you can say, hey, if the project climbs to two sol, list it for 10% below the floor price. So it'll do the same thing. Uh, basically, just an automated way to make sure you don't miss pump and dumps. And that's actually huge. I can't believe I left that off of my original list. I apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. I, I forget <laughs> what tools we have all the time. Yeah, no, that that could be, I mean, up there with the signals, by honestly, that's that's a, a very nice utility to have. And I did have a question about that one. So say you, like, accidentally put in the wrong price, like you fat finger it, and it's, like, it's like uh, way below the current floor price. Will the bot detect that or will it just list it like immediately after you do that? What, what would happen in that scenario? Uh, you have about 15 seconds to really say, uh, to make any corrections. But that is a good point. And a feature I, I will definitely add is to pull the floor price initially and then uh, warn users if it's like already below it just to, just to protect people, but that's a really good point, and that's a feature I, I will need to have. Uh, but like you have, as of right now, you have about 15 seconds uh, because with the Magic Eden API keys, you only get so many requests per uh, per minute, and I, uh, all, all of our tools uses the API key in one way or another. So I got to make sure like we don't go over our limits. But uh, so like you have 15 seconds, but I, that's a really good point. That's a, a new feature for that tool that needs to be added is basically just a, a safeguard to make sure you don't. Uh, accidentally listing well below what you your intentions are. Well, thank you for considering that. And we have I actually have Batman to thank for uh, bringing that up. So we appreciate you um, considering implementing that feature. So thank you, Shady. Um, so you also have the Zen Dragon staking, and you have raffles um, periodically with the royalties from the NFT sales. Correct. Yeah, uh, so the royalties are broken down. Like right now, I'm not taking any of them just because I have bigger plans with uh, the hell token. Uh, but like, just one of those things where not too many people cared for it. So, hey, let's just give it back. Uh, there's 1% of the royalties that go to two people who helped us, like Premium. Uh, one being Nick, he stuck around and he helps out a ton. So he's uh, he gets some of the royalties just for helping us and helping us grow. And uh, our old Cloud manager also gets uh, a share of that one percent, just so as my way of saying thank you for helping so much. Uh, of course, like uh, they got paid, uh, the cloud manager got paid up front and all that thing. Well, on a weekly basis, but uh, without them, we probably wouldn't have had a successful launch like we did. So, just sharing a little bit of royalties there, and then the rest of the royalties, I think it's like six point five or something like that percent. Uh, those go towards raffles and things like that. And uh, I actually need to launch the raffle for this week. I try to do them weekly, uh, but sometimes I forget <laughs> until someone reminds me. Uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to give back to people who believe in the process and trust in the process. I like the raffles. I have mine staked and I always participate in them. I haven't won yet, but you know, I have hope that one day. <laughs> <laughs> I heard um, you have big plans for the hell token in there. So tell me more about that. Uh, yeah, so like the Hell Token, the original plans were to uh, have like a marketplace where you can go in and redeem items such as like gift cards and uh, things like that, uh, whitelist spots, NFTs, just in a range of things or a variety of things just as a way to give back and encourage staking. Uh, that's put on hold because like uh, this is like right after we minted. I talked with uh, the community. I was like, do you guys like that or would you rather have like – uh, more more tools, but we can do like raffles with the hell token for now until we uh, f 
figure out a better way because like the marketplace honestly didn't get too much hot behind it and not too many people cared for it so uh adjusting the roadmap was definitely something that uh it, looking back at it was the better route than working on the marketplace because the marketplace wasn't uh it, it's cool but not too many people cared yeah that makes sense and um as far as encouraging people to stake have you considered um, like providing utility only to those who stake in order to increase the number of stakers? Or has that ever been something you've considered? Uh, that's something I've, I've considered, but the problem is since I'm with Zen, I don't have the data to say, I mean, I'm sure I could find a workaround to hit their, their API, uh, but I got to be careful hitting other projects API uh, because they may not lock in, <laughs> could ban me, but uh, since it's Zen, I don't have the data, and like they use like uh, it's non-custodial, so everything's like stored in a database and stuff like that. So I can't like query the blockchain and say, hey, are these staked or not? Oh, I see. Yeah. I see, uh, and that's, that's funny. Wrench. Did you hear that, Batman? Because <laughs> we were talking about this last night and how like non non-custodial staking is the future and everything, and I was. I was kind of shitting on it. Like, I was like, what? Like, I, I was just joking around. But yeah, I guess that's that <laughs> could be one downside to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, it really depends on the project, though. Uh, yeah. Because, like, for us, for utility base and, like, uh, non-custodial was the best route for us so that we could, like, verify holder status in our tools and things like that. And, uh, oh, right. Yeah. And I'm not that, throwing any shade at yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, like, shit, wouldn't shit on you or anything. <laughs> it was just oh, no, something no, no, I was no, 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 I didn't think that way out. There's okay. <laughs> pros and cons to it, and it, I think it varies project to project. I, I yeah, definitely yeah. Think that way. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so, how many servers are using your tools right now? Do you know? Yeah, it's about forty-seven right now, with just the sig signals. Uh, and I got people reaching out basically daily at this point, trying to rent like the sniper, the sweeper, and stuff for their DAO. But it's like it's the benefits of renting those things out aren't really there. So I'm, I'm not really interested in that. It's renting out like what I've been renting out. And then of course, releasing more tools for like a, a third tier. Cause I know like we offer like uh one devil and three devils right now. I want to offer something for like five devils, which is uh, things go accordingly. The Twitter sentiment tool and uh, some of the things I'm working on will be uh, in that tier five. Oh, so you got some more stuff in the pipeline, huh? Yeah, I got plenty of things up my sleeves that I'm working on. Just got, I don't have the time in the day. If I had 20 hours a day, it would, life would be easy right now. Hey, well, look, man, you could have 24 hours in a day if you would pick up like a 12 pack of that goat crack, or I'm sorry, uh, goat fuel that I told you about. <laughs> I, I keep meaning to order it. Uh, <laughs> I, it's to the point where I'm getting ads on like everywhere because like I've looked at it, like twice now. Like uh, I've left my wallet in my car. Like ah, I'll order it later, and it's just like now I'm getting ads on every single thing I go on for uh, goat fuel. That's hilarious. Yeah, to anyone who doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about, there's this energy drink called goat fuel that I just discovered because GoPuff delivers it, and it it has like 200 milligrams of caffeine in it. I swear to God, it's just like drinking liquid methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a goat so i told shady about it i was like this should be like our project-wide energy drink because you know we're like devils <laughs> so but yeah just the consider next it. ama has to be useful code <laughs> the sneaky devils <laughs> 
Oh man, just pick up some go fuel and have some more hours in the day. Um, okay, so when I started, so you talked about you offering different tiers. So right now it's three to for what to have the signal spot or to have like because I have the signals and the. So what are your tiers right now? I was curious, like what they are right okay, now yeah. and what. So yeah, they all have the same tools right now, but the the biggest difference is going to be what version of the signals you get. So it's either the basic version or the base. The basic version is like uh, the same alerts, but it's not the same, or it doesn't show the same data because the premium is going to show you the charts right. and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. And then the alerts are just like, hey, we're monitoring this project. Here's the current stats. Here's the, the last alert stats and like 24-hour stats. Uh, but the, uh, the premium offers like, oh, here's stats from an hour ago, uh, 30 minutes and 10 minutes, and then here's a nice, a nice chart to, to show you just visually what's going on with the project. And it used to be uh, like a Solana subscription-based thing. So now you hold the asset for it. Are you considering having a subscription-based model again, or are you just going to stick with the, uh, the different tiers of holding assets? Yeah, so uh going to do both, actually. going to have the tiers, which is like, well, I'm going to always advertise because that benefits the holders more. Uh, so if I can just get like a core price up there, that's the plan. And then, of course, eventually, at, at some point, I would need to have like a sole package because either it's going to be uh, unachievable for like some projects or it's just going to be uh, more expensive than like the sole package. Uh, I've been in talk with, uh, I got two people right now who are kind of like selling it to other new projects just for sole packages uh, and basically just offering like a, a uh, like a DAO starter kit, which is just three of the basic tools, which is like the four price checker, the, the basic signals, and then the daily mint list. And uh, just offering it for, like, uh, there's like a six-month, uh, one year, and then like a lifetime uh, fee. Just offering it to like projects that are like mint today or tomorrow to try to offer more projects with utility at, at mint, just in a way to like, uh, I mean, yeah, it helps the sneak devils out, but it will also help out newer projects because it, holders value having something at launch versus like, oh, yeah, we're going to, we'll have this down the road, but. Just having something actually up and running uh, at me is is more valuable than just promising things and then potentially not delivering. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree with you there. Um, okay, so <clears throat> Shady, it's just you on the team. We were talking about the other day, and you said that hiring has been a bit of a pain point. Um, are you considering bringing anyone else on the team currently, or do you have like a need for that? I've been considering it just to kind of help out because there, there's a lot of things going on trying to balance like social medias, uh, responding to people. Uh, I mean, I got like a hundred open tickets right now that I'm having to handle. And then I, w I was dumb and uh, posted in, uh, there's like a library thing where you can try to hire people. And I was like, Hey, I need a UI. Oh, yeah. and then I got like 60 UI designers messaging me daily. Uh, and then of course like work and then the project work. So, uh, Considering hiring people, uh, it's not a necessity as of right now since uh, things are going pretty smooth, but like it's always an option if uh, the right person comes along. But uh, it just, I've done it this long as a solo and until like something changes and like, uh, and I, like in dire need of help. And that's whenever I'll like be full force on hiring someone. Yeah, isn't that funny that putting out an ad created more work for you? <laughs> 
<laughs> I saw that, yeah, Angie. I, like, I forgot about that. I'm, I'm in the library as well. So cool. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, all right. So what has there been any other challenges? What would you say has been the biggest challenge for Sneaky Devils along the way? Uh, the biggest challenge, I would definitely say marketing. Uh, that's just something that I suck at. <laughs> uh, and like, I, I'm not paying people like influencers to market for me because that's not like organic. Uh, but like marketing is definitely something that I need to improve on and something uh, I've been trying to improve on, but we're not there yet. Uh, but just getting more exposure is the problem for us right now because uh, I truly believe that like we have most of the things that, that will like make us like a household the goal isn't to be a household name where like people oh the devils we know them uh, and we're not not there yet but that's the goal because i want everyone to know us and i want everyone to like want our tools uh and this i feel like marketing is one of the main reasons right now as to why we're not there yet yeah we're well, definitely building the foundation for that utility wise for sure so yeah i think yeah if you had some more marketing and just a few tweaks here and there you'll be on your way to being that household name it's a very catchy name too <laughs> Um, <laughs> what made you go with that? Like what, what inspired you to go with sneaky devils? Okay. Contrary to popular belief, we're not a cult. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people like to like, think like, Oh, look, it's, it's a satanic meme, but it's not, it was just something I heard growing up. Like, uh, say if I was like, uh, as a kid, I was like playing pranks at like my grandmother's house for sneaky devil, sneaky, and like, just like sneaking around doing like things behind the scenes uh, in, in the case of the the phrase I heard as a kid it was like oh you're sneaking around being like uh what's the word I'm looking for I guess like mischievous and things like that just like playing pranks but uh mostly it's just like doing things behind the scenes and it's like yeah I uh, don't really get much recognition for it and you don't get all these like uh all these things but like we're always gonna be behind the scenes working and getting things done uh which uh I just I guess me growing up and hearing like the phrase the sneaky devils is just like uh stuck with me. So like that's just what I went with. Uh it's not a cult. Uh we've been turned down by a few people for AMAs and things like that because they actually think we're it's like satanic and like, oh no, we, we don't like six 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 stuff. And uh <laughs> it's just one of those things like it's just a phrase I heard growing up, so that's what I went with. Okay, first of all, I can't believe people have turned you down. <laughs> because because of the devils um and secondly it makes a lot of sense because you are like always sneaking around in the background working on more stuff so that that's hilarious i'm very like pleased to learn that that's where it came from um so let's talk art upgrade you had an amazing art upgrade recently um it's the same artist as utter chaos is that correct uh yeah it's the same artist that did utter chaos oh gosh and it's so good. So, and, and you allowed us to participate in a draft, the holders, you know, the people who are already holding, um, to kind of pick which ones we would like to have. And I appreciated that very much. That was fun. I know it was a big giant pain in the ass for you, but like we had fun, <laughs> Batman and I picking the ones that we, that we wanted to get. Um, and I'm very happy with the ones that I got too. I got, I was a le holding a legendary before and I'm extremely happy with the ones that I have now. Um, so yeah, uh, it's just it's great art. Do you have? Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Do you have like a favorite combination of traits yourself, or let's talk about the uh, art upgrade? I would say my favorites are, of course, like the one on ones. It's just uh, 
personally, I like the like the, uh, the chef one and uh, like the snake one. Those are like two of my favorites. Uh, Those are my favorites and... too of the one on ones because I I have a cooking degree, so like anything cooking, I'm always a sucker oh, nice. for. And then I like reptiles too, and they're just they're just dope looking. <laughs> yeah uh but yeah for those are like my favorites of course like i like all the one-on-ones uh after like traits and things i'm a i'm a big fl- fan of the glass lava ones and then uh the i would say i'm trying to think what else uh, i mean like the crowns um then the third eye because like there's only 18 of those uh i gave all of mine away <laughs> just because uh some people didn't sign up for draft for the draft and like they were upset that they didn't get what they wanted but like you shot yourself in your own for, foot for that, for not signing up. But uh, if I have some, like, I have no use for them. So I'd rather someone else have, like, a use for them and say if they could sell it and make money and then let them sell it and make money. And then I'll just take, like, uh, whatever one they don't want and just do, like, a one-to-one trade no matter the rankings and things like that. Uh, and then really I like all the traits, uh, <laughs> uh, like the slime skin, the, the lava skin, and uh, – I mean, then you got like the common backgrounds that are definitely like not my favorite, but like you can't just have all, or you can't have all of them to have like rare backgrounds. So, uh, and then the thorn crown would be probably be my favorite, like uh, headpiece. Nice, dude. I like. I even like the solid backgrounds. Like some, the colors are just awesome, and I like the mustard devils. I must say, I really like the mustard colored devils. <laughs> <laughs> They're gold. They're well, gold, listen, but. I- <laughs> I had someone say really mad of whatever uh, he's like yeah I better get my gold devils so I was like that wasn't in the plan but I can easily get gold devils and uh, I'm not going to say any names but this person wasn't the uh, wasn't the nicest person and never had any complaints it was always or any compliments it was always complaints no matter what I did it was wrong uh, <laughs> and like whenever I opened up the new signals for beta just so i mean i couldn't monitor it for 24 hours a day and then uh the only bugs that really popped up was with uh where we had like a 12 hour time window with alerts it's like yeah if it alerted then it looked right but then like we wouldn't see a bug for 12 hours and like i i could be asleep or something like that and like uh i was like hey open up the beta it's beta so like be careful you know, there's probably it right now probably bugs i woke up to a message the next day like you need to turn it off right now it's broken you you need to take away access and uh, go and redo everything. I was like, it's beta. This is what testing is for. But, uh, yeah, he was one of the ones who wanted the gold devils, and that's why we got the mustard devils. <laughs> well, I have I have that um, interesting-sounding person to thank then for the mustard devils. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, so you had the 3D art before. And did you like that art originally, or how did you end up with it? Okay, uh, so how it really happened was uh, I hired a modeler, and the previews I got were sick. Uh, and then basically, once everything was like the final assets and things were delivered, uh, I was like, "Hey, the like for instance, the wings weren't tilted, but the devils are tilted." And then. Uh, and it's like, it wasn't very unique. And the dude was like, well, if you want any revisions, you got to pay me three times the price that we agreed on. I was like, what? That's not how it works. <laughs> like, I was like, if I do something that's like different, then yeah. But if there's like a flaw in the art, then like you need to upgrade it. But uh, I mean, I paid way more than the art was worth because like the new artist, I paid less than the old artist. And like, in my opinion, it's a hundred times better. Uh, 
but it was just like I couldn't pay almost twenty grand for a Mauler after like the three X markup, and I was just like, we'll settle for this, and then because uh, like the models themselves were good, but it wasn't like over the top, and like we're not like a profile picture thing uh, project, uh, which you can use the new devils for sure as profile pictures. And that, that was just a goal just to try to get like more eyes on us with the new art. But uh, yeah, just that model or kind of like said, screw it. If you want me to fix an issue that I caused, then you got to pay me more versus like, it wasn't something that I did. Like if it's something I did, I'll, I'll pay you. Like uh, if I, if I cause you to do more work and let's say if I told you something wrong, yeah, you, then that's on me. But if you don't tilt the wings to match, then I feel like that's on you. And it's just one of those things where uh, I settled and then the only complaint was the art. So, uh, or the only complaint I heard was the old artwork. And that's when I decided to to hire the new artist and then uh, upgrade our art to something that I'm actually like extremely happy with and uh, promise no more art upgrades because no need for it with the new art. I agree. You went in the right direction. Like you picked a, a great artist that it's, it kind of goes along with the trends that we've been having lately. Like with, I don't know, like Gothic Degens and Sacred Dow. It's kind of like along those lines. I just love, I'm a sucker for, I've had NFTs in the past that I use this profile picture that were like the similar kind of theme, like kind of like satanic, like metal, like, so I'm biased, yeah. but I, I think it's great. <laughs> it's really great. Um, all right, so what? Where is the? Obviously, you have revenue coming from. Well, where? Tell me, where is the revenue coming from in Sneaky Devils, um, outside of the royalties? I guess. Uh, as of right now, uh, basically, I'm funding everything. Uh, I mean, I've still got some of the mint funds. It's just I haven't touched them. Uh, it's. I, I mean, we mint. I, we minted for twenty bucks a pop, uh, and then for six hundred sixty-six, hundred sixty-six supply. Uh, so we didn't have any crazy mint funds like uh, some projects, but like that, that's not the goal because like, I believe long term, like the royalties and things will pay me. Uh, and like, thankfully, uh, with like everything going on in the world, I have a stable job and things like that. So like I can, I can fund the project myself, uh, and it's it's a passion project. Uh, I'm not here to like uh, get a hundred thousand dollars and then oh well, let me hand this project off to someone else. It's just that's just not who I am and what I stand for. Like. It's a passion thing. I enjoy building, and then I'm, if I can share it, then great. I, I can share it. Uh, and of course, eventually, uh, uh, money. I mean, majority of the people who are in the NFT space is here to make some money. Uh, and if it can be from my tools or just from anything like that, that's that's the goal. Uh, and that's why I like offering like a soul package because uh, I do want to do this full time, uh, and then just like not worry about like a nine to five, and then I can folks pretty well on that so that's why we're off we're offering the like the dow starter kit and uh some things down the line uh, it's gonna be like white label product or uh, products where we can just change a few variables and then boom you have your very own thing that says hey this is ours uh of course they're gonna be very minimal marketing for the sneaky devils uh it just the uh the initial plan is to basically just build the project build some tools get our name out there. And then once we've proven ourselves, that's where uh, I really believe that like I could start focused on it as like a full-time thing versus uh, having to work full-time and work full-time on a project versus just working purely on the project. So I noticed 
that you you had started like a cross-chain NFT auditing system called Rugify back at the end oh, of wow. 2021. Oh, did some research. <laughs> did you, <laughs> I'm a a, a, D, a <laughs> Um, so yeah, is that still a thing or did, did that fizzle out or what's going on with that? Do you still get revenue uh, from that? that? No, that fizzled out because, uh, it's hard to get projects on board. Uh, not many people are wanting to potentially get a better rip. Uh, it was me and my friend Hoven. Uh, I've known him for well before NFTs. It was back in our gaming days and all that. Uh, he has his own project. I mean, it, the goal was to have like, uh, basically a council where it's like four different leads from projects and we all would like come together and say hey this is what the project is what do you feel about it what do we feel about it and i get it like an average vote and then that's how you assign score uh it would be based on things like oh are they doxxed uh do they have devs who actually know what they're doing versus like oh uh or is it just like oh is it a degen mint and all that it's just looking at a lot of different things and of course it was very subjective since it's like uh personal opinion but that's why you have a council of four different projects and then uh to try to balance out like the the unfairness of it but uh that fizzled out i still have all the the domains and things like that uh and it was something i was very interested in uh it's just one of those things where it never gained any traction so you gotta swap focus to things that do gain traction yeah man sometimes you just gotta chuck the things that aren't working and do the things that are so it was going to be like a like a reputation scoring thing as opposed to like a contract auditing thing. Is that was, is that what it was? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All uh, right. I mean, with Solana, especially contract auditing isn't very, uh, I mean, most projects are going to use like candy machines and then Metaplex mm-hmm. is like the, the sugar COI and like they've already proven themselves. They're like, uh, they have good smart contracts and things like that. So, uh, and then there's not many projects who actually have, uh, that use like, custom smart contracts at this point because uh, Rust is not the friendliest of languages to try to uh, work with. But uh, it's just one of those things where I think providing people information on projects versus smart contracts because uh, while it makes sense to like programmers to look at like a smart contract, uh, the everyday user isn't really going to understand like, uh, oh, if this function has... Uh, something that should have been done differently and things like that. Uh, there's definitely a spot for it, but that's just not one of the things I wanted to do. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, back to the revenue, have you considered like once you've got things where you want them to be like raising money, like VC or anything like that from the outside? Uh, I've considered it, uh, but I would view myself as like my own personal VC. <laughs> uh, it just money isn't, a uh, a concern with the project as of right now uh just so like like i'm trying to think of things that i would need extra money for like i, I already rented servers before in a few projects like the servers are like oh not much has changed yeah i had to scale them up but like uh i, I did take some of the mint funds and, and uh basically pocketed it to, to cover the, the differences just because and uh, and to pay myself back a little bit for the all the art iterations but uh Revenue isn't really a concern as of right now, but uh, with VCs, I don't want to work for anyone, and I don't want anyone to have any expectations and try to tell me how I, how to run my project. It's just I've had people say, hey, like, for example, I had two projects this week, one being a massive project, reach out and say, hey, uh, the door's open if you want to come dev for us. Uh, we'll take in, like, all the tools you guys have, and, like, it'll, it'll be, basically be a merge, and I'm like, 
oh, that, that's awesome. I appreciate it, but I'm, I'm here to do things like my own way. And I don't want like someone higher up than me telling me, like, hey, I need to, to do this tool or you can't do this tool or things like that. Oh my gosh, that's an excellent point. I've seen I've seen VCs completely change the direction of projects before, and not for the better. So I don't blame you there, and I don't yeah, I don't like anyone telling me what to do. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to deal with that all day at work. So. <laughs> I can just do my own development, like how I want to do things. That's that's the goal. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe if I'm doing it full time, I can handle being bossed around, but <laughs> it's just. It's refreshing to be able to write code and do things your own way versus uh, having to be told, like, hey, this is your work item for this sprint. This is what you got to do. And like with the devils, I'm like, oh, I'm bored. Let me just wrap a new program tonight. Hell yeah. Um, um, I agree with you. Um, all right. So you have a partnership with ZVK, who Batman is more familiar with ZVK, uh, Zilla versus Kong than I am. Batman, can you talk? Are you like on your phone? Are you doing the thing? I can't tell. Um, but you have a partnership with them and it's a pretty impressive partnership. Uh, can we talk a little bit about how that works? Um, so Sneaky Devils get to use their tools for, get to use ZVK tools for holding a certain number of Sneaky Devils or how does this work? Uh, yeah. So basically we offer up like the signals and, uh, and some of our bots. Uh, I mean, Bread and butter. Everybody wants the signals because like uh, it's kind of proven at this point that like it's it's solid. Uh, and then they offer like a rooms collaboration. Uh, I know they did they whenever we did our partnership that like, they just announced their tayo on our room, which is uh, uh, something like the metaverse and like oh it's like we can come in host events and things like that. So like uh, we should be getting our own like room down the road, and uh, so that would be pretty cool just uh, to have like a, our own little space for like. Uh, Hopefully it's like hail design because that would be cool just to follow the theme. Uh, we could have our satanic like, uh, rituals in there. Yeah, we just sacrifice people. <laughs> <laughs> I was W. He uh, anytime me and him like it make if you're new you might think that me and him actually like don't like each other, but it's like we're always just joking with each other and like he has a screenshot saying that I'm going to sacrifice you <laughs> and. Uh, Anytime someone comes in and says something, then like he'll post that screenshot, and it's like obviously a joke, uh, but just one of those things like hilarious to me. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then I think they also have like their own stopper and things. It's, I mean, I don't really, really view it as a conflict because like we can have similar tools and still be our own projects. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be known as a sniping project either because that's what not what not who we are. I mean, we have a sniper, but like, yeah. Uh, but I um, mean, ZVK partnered with like Trippin' Apes, uh, Silvana, and like all these massive projects. And then uh, we, we also got the chance to partner with them. So it was like a no brainer to me because it was just, we both mutually benefited from it. Well, that's good to hear. So you do feel like it's beneficial to the Sneaky Devils ecosystem to have this partnership? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, let me pull up the guest list of like who all they've partnered with recently. I mean, you got us, and then you got, like, uh, Trippin' Ape, uh, Vanguard, Crowdsurfing Buddies, and all these, like, projects who have uh, definitely more of a following or more following than us. Uh, so it's just, like, nice. And then, like, I'm in talks with some other projects to to do some more collabs because uh, the main thing for us is it's more marketing than anything for us. Uh, and, like, 
we can provide some tools for you guys and then we get some marketing and some new eyes on us. Uh, I don't want to say any projects, but uh, you have mentioned one project tonight who I've been in talks with. So hopefully things go well with them. Uh, just they announced their partnership with uh, a pretty big project, if not the top three projects uh, they just partnered with and did a collab with. Uh, and it's just uh, offering some tools and in return for a collab with them. It's basically what it is because it's free marketing at the end of the day. And then of course, uh, it's, uh, okay. I'll just spill the beans and say it's like, a it's Gothic Degens and they go back a little collab, uh, collection. Oh, and we're shit. Back Gothic Devils. Oh, wow. Nothing set in stone. Okay. We've just been chatting. Uh, but like things sound good. Uh, I've been talking with, uh, one of their managers and like, yeah, the founders love it. And, uh, but yeah, that's one thing we've been talking about. But like, since they just announced Tayo, they want to take like some time, which is completely understandable because like you don't want to just pump pump out collabs back to back to back. That's some juicy alpha you just dropped there. Thank you, Shady. <laughs> <laughs> I was racking. My, I was like, what project did I mention? I honestly couldn't remember what it could have been. <laughs> but that's very cool. It's very <laughs> like it makes sense too. I like that. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, well, switching gears just a little bit, uh, what would you say are the the values that you hold inside of the Sneaky Devils and in your community? What values do you have? Uh, the biggest value, I would say, is just uh, me personally, I, I want it to be our project. I don't want it to be my project. I want, to, like, I want it to be ours. That's why I, like, I'll hold, hold votes to see, like, what our holders will say, like, what they want, like, uh, we held a vote the other night was like, hey, are you guys comfortable with like Discord wallets? Because I know a lot of people like Discord tools because it's more accessible. Or would you rather me like, be a web-based uh, tool? And, uh, I just want to like, it's ours. It's not like purely mine because like uh, if I succeed and have success, and it should uh, mean that you have some, some success. Uh, and it's like, hey, if our floor price climbs and you have a chance to make you a make you some money then do it like no hard feelings i want you guys to make money and uh, i just want it to be considered like i want you to feel like you have part ownership of the project and it's not like you're just left in the dust and don't know what's going on i like that and i noticed that you in order to pick people to like be like alpha or beta testers for yourself like really early you you, you watch the community and you see who's like active and participating a lot i think you said something about it last night so I appreciate yeah. that. And I, I feel the same way in my community too. Cause like you can tell who cares about, you know, who really cares and who's really involved and who doesn't give a shit. And you should reward the people who, yeah. you know, who are like the most loyal and, and the most active and whatnot. So that's really cool. Yeah. I'm um, stakeholders at the end of the day. That's right. You said that they were like your, your biggest stakeholders. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, that's a good way yeah, to put they, it. They, they spend money, but also they spend a lot of time and time, time valuable to me. Uh, yeah. So, like, it, if I could just, like, just build some more trust and, and show people, like, hey, I'm working on things, and this is, like, the new thing I'm working on, uh, then, like, I'll, I'll show you. It's just one of those things, like, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to announce it, like, publicly because I've had projects come in and steal a few things here and there. So uh, just gotta share as much info as I can with, like, people who, like, the, I don't want to say deserve it because all of our holders deserve it, but uh, just people who like spend the most time and and hang around or or the biggest stakeholders. Cool. Well, Shady, we have to talk about this desk that you've been working on. 
it's like it's like an anime desk right it's like was it like plastered with uh anime yeah, textures? Actually... <laughs> is it finished okay, yeah i've actually the old one uh, i well uh no kind of uh, <laughs> <laughs> the old one uh, I wasn't happy with it because I didn't put enough flexilla on it, so the resin seeped through and, and it made the uh, the manga panels dark. So I restarted, and it's uh, I'd say it's about eighty five percent complete. It's uh, this time I'm taking my time and not trying to do it all at once, and it's turned out way better so far. Uh, and just I don't know, I was just bored and wanted a new desk, so here we are making a custom desk. It was cool. I don't know if I've seen, maybe I've seen the old one, but the picture that I saw was, it was really neat. And I was like, wow, this dude's kind of artistic too. So I like that. Um, okay. So I have a question for you. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone here is wondering this, the answer to this question, Shady. Um, is it Louisville or is it Louisville? Well, as a University of Kentucky fan, we call it Loserville because you know, like in-state rivalry and things like that. Uh, it, I don't know actually. Uh, it, there's like the, the third option, which is like Louisville, and it's like the the S is like just gone. Uh, it, it really depends on who I'm talking to, though, <laughs> because like in Eastern Kentucky, it's just like Louisville. It's like the 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 Southern accent is there, and just how you pronounce it, but like. Uh, like the Louis part is like I think more common. Okay, because I had a friend who said Louisville, and I was like, "Oh man, I've been saying Louisville wrong for my entire life. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about." So I like it I was genuinely curious. <laughs> okay, um, well maybe you can tell me uh, something else uh, that I don't know about. Uh, what is burgoo? Burgoo. I don't think I've ever heard that. It's a food that I looked up. It looks like just fucking stew to me. It's called burgoo, and I'd never heard of that in my life. Well, I guess you and I are both wondering the answer to that question now. <laughs> but it's apparently yeah, it's a not... Kentucky thing. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I've never heard of that one. Uh, yeah, I don't well, I do. <laughs> I do have uh, one more question for you. Um, I know we've kind of touched on this already, but uh, Shady, are you sure we're not going to have any satanic rituals? Uh, it really depends. It, uh, I mean, depending on how I feel that day, then you might be sacrificed if you, uh, if you say the wrong thing, but, uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, no, sadly, no. Hey, the, well, the community, you know, will, we will be frowned upon. No pressure. I mean, I'm a little disappointed, but I mean, I'm going to stick around because the, the tools are so good. So. <laughs> I know it's crazy. <laughs> A project with devils, not, I mean, it, it, why wouldn't we have rituals? Because, I mean, it's pretty obvious that's what we are. We're a cult. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, well, that's all the questions I have for you, Shady, and I appreciate uh, you answering all of those. I'm glad we can make this happen. I'm glad that our AMA just, like, caused a giant pump on the floor price. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pleased with that. Uh <laughs> Um, but no, for real, I, I love your project and I'm glad that I could give you this platform and kind of dig into some things that maybe some other AMAs didn't because I think everyone should know about Sneaky Devils and what you have to offer. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else you have to offer for us down the road, Shady. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, thanks for having me up here and, uh, 
I'm impressed that, uh, because a lot of AMAs don't do research. I'm really impressed that, uh, like you knew about Rogafam and, and things like that, which is like, uh, just the, the research that you've done is impressive. So like, and I, I appreciate it because a lot of people don't care about things like that. And, uh, just, uh, I'm just impressed that you, you've dug back, dug back that deep to, to find some things and ask some things that like a lot of people don't know about. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's super cool. That, uh, you dig deep and dig uh, further into projects than any other AMA I've been a part of. Hey, man, what can I say? We're sneaky, too. We're just as sneaky as you are. <laughs> hey, yeah. Watch where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up here. And uh, once again, thank you to everyone who's been here live. Thank you to everyone who will be listening to the recording. And we appreciate all of you. Oh, Shady, tell people where to find you before we go. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, all of our soldiers are going to be like the, the Sneaky Devils. Uh, Discord is the Sneaky Devils, uh, like Discord.gg. Uh, GitHub's also the Sneaky Devils. Where, uh, we have only one thing open for us right now. Uh, everything's the same. But yeah, you can reach out there. And uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out. And like Discord, you can reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, I, I, I'm at my phone or at my desk the majority of the day. So, yeah, uh, just feel free to reach out if you have any questions. This podcast was intended for entertainment purposes only. Nothing you heard should be considered professional financial advice. I'm very smart, savvy, and hilarious, but I'm not a licensed financial advisor. Crypto is highly volatile and a risky investment avenue, so never trade or invest with more than you can afford to lose, and always do your own research on projects, and or seek licensed professional guidance before making your own investment decisions. I always look into projects and attempt to only share the ones that look the safest to me, but even I get fooled sometimes. Please know that I will not be responsible for any losses you incur. Well, as a University of Kentucky fan, we call it Loserville.